It has been a long, long apprenticeship, but this is the moment I can say playwriting is my core. 67 years old, I've become a playwright, in my mind at least. It is the moment when my visual art at practice and all the poetry I've ever written becomes subservient to the play, and now serves the play. Though I gained an interest in drama in 1970 via a brilliant and intensive one-year course, joining the Unity Theatre in Liverpool a year later made me realise I'd not make it as an actor and left this interest and pursued writing poetry and making visual art. My road to playwriting really began in 1980. I had been asked to type up a film script and, once complete, I thought I could do better and wrote my own, shortly before I undertook a BA at Middlesex Polytechnic. Polly was great. I loved it. Alongside fine art, history of art and humanities, I studied drama. First thing on a Monday morning in the seminar room, drama and society and straight into Sheila Delaney's Taste of Honey. And next week, Trevor Griffith's The Party. Wow! Each week or fortnight, a new modern play was read and then mulled over. Being modular, I just plugged into any course going. Acting, reactions against realism, American theatre and musicals. And those are just the ones that I can remember. Farmore followed on an MA in theatre at the University of Essex, which I undertook from 1983 to 1984. From Shakespeare and Ibsen to the oblique and plodding plays of the department's theatre underground. As we students and lecturers fought over the silly politics of the department, the battle of the great miners' strike was taking place. And it seemed to me that real events were making theatre studies an exercise in detachment. However, the reason I was on the course in the first place was to write a play as my dissertation, which was the first such in the country, I believe. I was the only student in my year to take up the offer. However... My anarchical play, AWOL, was at first failed by the moderator. Following some heavy arguments, it scraped a pass. Some years later, I came face to face with this moderator, who detested creative writing and anything and everything contemporary. He was stuck somewhere south of the 18th century. It was a joke of a time for me. There was Thatcher confronting the working class and Edward Bond was getting a few Essex theatre students to knock down the university. I wonder if the holes in the basement room are still there. A year later, as a community arts worker in Leicester, I co-wrote a community youth theatre play and bedded down for a few years in community arts. Removed to Lowestoft... I was able to teach in FE part-time, giving myself time to write. However, too quickly, rates of pay were cut, hours were cut, and so I was increasingly juggling teaching with community arts and later with youth work. 
I had two plays broadcast on BBC Radio 4 in the mid-90s and a play performed by Minefield Theatre Company at the close of the decade kept me interested in playwriting. I also took part in a Soho Theatre development course and I regularly attended Playwrights East, a really good uh, forum run by Kirsten Riley in Norwich. Both sustained my interest. Pressure of finding work versus writing increased. But between 2003 and 2008, several well-funded arts projects preserved my interest in writing scripts. However, after the big crash of 2008, chasing work dominated my life again. But things change, they do. In 2016, I joined Creative Working Lives and we staged Revolution Fights, a sort of Dada theatre piece as part of an exhibition. And the following year, we took From Flowers to Punk, 68 to 77, to the garage's scratch night in the city. Since, joining London Playwrights has been a game-changer, as have the quality drama and playwriting courses at the Theatre Royal Norwich. So, what a time to be a playwright. (laughs) In the midst of a pandemic, one has to adapt and possibly keep on adapting. Studying plays, hundreds of plays, is not a prerequisite to becoming a playwright. Acting certainly helps, but can become a god, rather than the text itself. With my background in poetry and fine art, I now invite these influences into my playwriting as much as anything else. There is no room now for any sort of separation between art forms, there's no time, certainly. And if you want to write plays... What about all the books out there on playwriting and script writing, writing for film, etc.? There are some excellent books, but I still think it is important to place plays in, in their historical and social context. Today, for instance, the backcloth of COVID-19 cannot and should not be ignored. Back when at Polly... My Bible was Catherine Itzin's Stages in the Revolution, political theatre in Britain since 1968. Here is the explosion of theatre and TV drama to an extent that still ripples out 50 years on. In my view, the best of today's DIY books on playwriting is Stephen Jeffrey's Playwriting, which was published posthumously in 2019. Though it explores the craft in depth, his approach is quite organic and there's no separating line between the events of 1968 and the present, unlike some books which tend to view 1968 political theatre as an aberration. What do I mean, organic? Jeffrey's approach is ever-expansive, employing a really diverse range of examples from plays, both historic and contemporary. In other words, um, one's writing isn't fixed to a formula. No book on playwriting should ever be that blueprint. 
The concepts of plays reside with the writer or writers and in large part determine the shape of the play. Where I begin is both from the outside world and from the internal, the images and which tend to be poetic and visual. Often it is a begin with things that I overhear. I have a whole stock of phrases, statements and overheard conversations as triggers. Here is one. Two 92-year-old men are talking. Uncle Ted, I think the best of the world is behind us. Yes, I, I never thought it would come to this says Ernie. A real conversation, charged with emotion, but delivered quite deadpan. Though I don't hold back on placing elements of myself in my playwriting, I'd prefer to let my characters speak for themselves. That is, there is a kind of alchemy in letting them take over the keyboard. It's as if they are themselves and I'm just a medium in the middle. One part of my writing technique goes way back to 1970. I was acting Mr Shu Fu, the pimp, in Brex, the good woman of Sichuan. I wasn't a good actor, but my tutor showed me how to use a prop, a pipe to puff on, to emphasise my words in a speech to the audience. Well, ladies and gentlemen... What do you think of me? Who could have done more? Or such. Using the pipe to point up and emphasise key words and pauses became a way to develop speech rhythms, as if I was still waving that pipe around. Perhaps because of my training in sculpture, I am interested in objects. Using these objects to weave stories through or to use them as markers and signposts or turning points. Of course, writing plays is subjective, it's it totally sort of your own process, but actions which cut across the text are, are, are absolutely golden, and often objects are key to these actions. So, this is the beginning. This is the beginning because I can now devote all of my time to it, whether successful or not, it's the process of playwriting which fires me up. I shall speak of my progress soon.